Welcome to our sermon podcast recorded on the 18th of October 2020. There are pictures that go with this podcast uh, which are available on our website and if you uh, search richmondhudswellparish.org.uk our website will give you full details. So let us pray. Lord, may these words from my mouth and this meditation of our heart be pleasing in your sight. Amen. Take a look around you. We live in a beautiful place. Um, They don't call this God's own country or God's own county for nothing. And isn't it amazing that even Jesus knew the importance of our farming community? Even he knew that the work of a farmer was backbreaking. And the farmer would never have enough people to do the work needed. The Jesus of our gospel reading today clearly focused on the future. And the future depends on a good harvest and enough people to help. I won't profess to being knowledgeable in farming terms or processes. But I think I can say with some confidence that there is a rhythm of life that a farmer will grow to appreciate more than most. There will be time to prepare the ground, then to sow the seed, to bring in the crop. And then a whole new journey starts when the crop's been harvested. Harvested, uh, Some make flour for bread, some for cakes. Potatoes are harvested for crisps, chips or even gin. Love is at the heart of what our farmers do. It must be because the hardship and constant toil to bring in a successful harvest would leave most of us looking for a way out. The harvest is plentiful, but the labourers are few. I'm going to ask you to do something which would normally be frowned upon in church settings. And you watching at home can also join us, likewise on the podcast. I'd like you to take out your mobile phone. If you were sat in church, I would expect your mobile phone to be turned off as you're all good churchgoers. So please turn it on. I'd like like you to think for a second, just for a second, about somebody that you haven't spoken to for a while. Just the first person that comes to mind. Don't overthink it. I'd like you to send them a text message. Just say, I'm in church, or I'm listening to a podcast, and you came to mind. I am praying for you. Don't overthink it, don't offer an explanation. Simply send the text. The picture that is available to you now depicts a scene from Feeding of the 5,000. We too often in today's society see those who are hungry. We've got our own food bank in Richmond who are inundated with calls for help. A church just down the road is asking for donations of coats as there are children and adults without suitable coats for the coming winter. More than ever, we've seen people in need, not just on the news or in the third world countries. 
but thank God, more than ever we have seen our communities come together to help each other, especially those who are struggling. The most recent Harvest Festival we've seen has seen the food bank overflowing with support, yet it always needs more. And donations of coats and jackets are coming in thick and fast, but they go out of the door just as fast. The next image you see is an image of Richmond. The picture is of our harvest. Okay, it's actually a picture of the Tour de France, or the Tour de Yorkshire, one of those two, coming through Richmond. But these people are the community in which we live, in which we love, and in which we worship and minister. You and I are called out like lambs into the midst of wolves, but with a coat of armour which is the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid to speak your faith. And even a seed scattered on the cobbles of Richmond's marketplace can find root. Our harvest is a harvest which will see our labouring of the word. And the actions of the Lord. And we need to see as a church and a community who embrace the harvest and reap the rewards by growth in faith. And growth in number, a growth that surpasses all understanding. The harvest is plentiful, but the labourers are few. Who alone is going to bring the harvest? Who can go out there and spread the good news about the harvest on their own? Who, as an individual, is going to defend those in need? Me? Because I wear a funny shirt and a fancy frock? No. Well, if I were to wear a different cape? And here is a photograph, should I say a doctored photograph of me, looking like Superman. Now one person, even a super curate, cannot do this alone. Yes, the harvest is plentiful and we have a community eager to know of the love that is found in Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection. Join me, super cape or no super cape. Let our rule of life be one that sees our passion and energy used to encourage, to pray, to share our stories and to share our good fortune with those who are struggling. I'm not asking for thousands of pounds, although that would be great. I'm asking for you to consider what you can do. That may be a gift of your time. It may be a bag of pasta or some tins. It may be a coat, which you never wear, and we can pass to a young mum who can't make ends meet. It may be increasing your giving to church so that we can do more. It may be even a simple text message, a phone call, or knocking at the door of someone you haven't seen in a while and letting them know that you're praying for them, that we are praying for them. 
I'd be really interested to hear the reactions and the replies that you've had from your text messages. Now, pastoral care is a word we use in the church for making sure that those around us are okay. It comes from a place of love. Now, in the coming weeks, we as a church community need to come together to ensure we are all offering pastoral care. So watch this space for how we intend to do this better. And please understand that care and love are offered freely by those who offer it with joy in their hearts. You don't need to be Superman to make a difference or super curate. But be the labourer who, with others, really makes a difference. But also don't be afraid to say, I need prayer. I need help. We are a community brought together through faith and love. And peace be with you and your house, today and always. Amen.